That is when they believe God is with them. When they feel God is far from them, they, they believe that God is not with them around that time. You see, the Bible said, as many as are led by the Spirit, not by the feelings, not by the soul, because your feelings is in your soul, not, not in your spirit. So the Bible says, as many as are led by the Spirit, they are what? The sons of God. And remember, he said, the word that I speak to you, they are what? Spirit and they are what? Like, that means the word of God is a what? Spirit. So that means as many that are led by the Spirit can be interpreted as as many that are led by the word. They are the sons of God. I am a child of God. Are you there? First John chapter 3, verse 20. He said, I write unto Hallelujah. Hallelujah. First John. Is that first John? Chapter 3, verse 20. I am. Now look at what John, look at what Apostle John said. Very powerful word. He said, if our heart condemns us, he said what? God is what? Greater than our heart. That means your heart can make you feel bad. Your heart can make you feel bad and God is still not condemning you. Are we together? He said, if our heart condemns us, so that means that your heart makes you feel inferior does not mean God is not with you. Does not mean God has stopped loving you. Does not mean God has left you. Does not mean God has forsaken you. So he said, if our heart condemns us, if our heart condemns us, he said, remember that God is greater than what? Our what? Say, I'm a child of God. Say, I'm a child of God. Say, I'm a child of God. Psalm 8, verse 2. I am a child of God. Psalm 8. Look at what the Bible said. The psalmist said, He said, Out of the mouth of babes and suckling has thou what ordained strength because of what thy enemies, that thy mightest what the enemy and the what the avenger. That means that out of the mouth of babes and suckling. That means the babes are suckling. Yeah, it's talking about, it's not really talking about little children that are crying. Yeah, yeah. It's actually talking about even people that. See, babes can meet somebody that has not grown above the level of feeling. Somebody that have not come, that have not had a walk with the Lord. A perfect one. Somebody that sometimes he believes is up today and down tomorrow. The spiritual life that goes up and down. The Bible says, out of the mouth of that babes, has thou obtained strength because of the enemy. Why? Why did the Bible say it's because of the enemy? The reason is because if a soldier fights a soldier and defeats a soldier, would that be a surprise to you? No, because you believe they are both what? Soldiers. But imagine a girl of primary five beat a soldier. The news will take it because of what? In the order, in the hierarchy, in the nature of things, a girl of primary five 
is not supposed, or a girl of age, let's say age seven, is not supposed to have that strength, that kind of capacity or energy or strength to be able to defeat a man of 40 something or 30 something. So it becomes a what? A surprise. Or it becomes something that is unusual. So the Bible says that out of the mouths of babes have thou obtained strength. That means God obtains strength much more in the mouth of people that don't look like it. So when you look at your life and say, I'm not a firm believer. The Bible said God obtains strength from you. Do you know why? Because you are the one that God wants to use more. Because when God uses you, if God turns your life around for good, people will be, you will be able to give glory to him. So Paul said, let no man boast in the flesh. He said, let no man boast of the flesh. He talks about himself. He said, I can only boast in the Lord. Why? He understood. No wonder he said, I am the least of the apostles. But I was considered among the apostles by mercy. So he described himself as the least. Why? He knew where he was. He knew where he was coming from. This is the reason why God at times does not go for the mighty. He goes for those that are available. Those, those vacuum he can fill. Imagine if a cup is full of water already. Will you pour water inside? No. So it is sometimes the empty vessel. God feels more. That is why the Bible says, blessed are those that are poor in the spirit. Poor in the spirit does not mean they are poor physically. It means there is an emptiness in their heart. There is a desire for more. There is a space that seeks. That is why the psalmist talks about David said, as the deer panted after thee, so my heart pant after thee. That means everything cannot satisfy this man but you. So there is nothing in this earth, nothing in this earth, Jesus, you are the center of it all. There is nothing in this earth that can satisfy me except you, Jesus. That kind of space is what God loves to what? To feel. So I bring the message to some people here. That is why, you see, a certain time Jesus was what? Just, they stood and they started talking about Jesus. Say, you are only found in the midst of sinners. He said, I came for them. Are we getting blessed? Are we getting blessed? So if you are feeling, I don't deserve God. Yes, that is why he's coming for you. You are the best person. If you are feeling, I, I don't think I am strong. I am very weak. He said, yes. He said, my grace is sufficient for you. You are the one he's coming for. Because his strength is made known in your weaknesses. If you are saying, ah, me i don't have power to fast i'm the weakest when it comes to fasting he said yes you are the main person i'm coming for when i start you will look at your life you will know that you did not get there by your works but by my word by my grace when you begin to fast you will not know how you start fasting you will not know you just notice fasting become a lifestyle you busted into it so by so doing you will never when people gathered and said i fasted 90 days i fasted you will not be able to talk you keep your mouth firm even though you do the same even though you fast but you will never be able to what join them because you knew where you were that there was a grace there was a strength there was a power of the spirit that energized you there was a quickening of the spirit that brought you there. So never will you be able to boast in yourself. I am a child of God. I am a child of God. I am a child of God. Yes, I am a child of God. 
So I'm speaking to somebody watching me, somebody listening to me right now. The Bible said, if your heart condemns you, if your heart said, God is greater than what? Your heart. And what does the Bible talk about God? He said, God is love. So he said, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that anyone who believes should not perish but have the life of God. So love is talking to you that I am greater than your heart love is talking to somebody there because Satan has kept you long in that bondage it has kept you there in the bondage it has kept you there that bondage that consciousness that sin consciousness has become a bondage to you so you cannot just be free you cannot move closer you cannot call him father the Bible said I God am greater than your heart And God is a spirit. And the word of God is gives what? Is a spirit. He said, the word that I speak to you, they are spirits. So whose report will you believe? God. I am a child. I am a child of God. Amen. Listen, Jesus is called Jesus Christ. That means the name Jesus Christ means Jesus, the anointed one. Are you with me? It means Jesus what? The anointed one. So his name is what? Jesus. His name is what? Jesus. So when he was anointed, there was another name that was added to him called what? Christ. Bible says how God anointed Jesus with the Holy Ghost and with power. So he was anointed. That is why he was called Jesus, the anointed one. Are you with me? Are you with me? The same scriptures now said that if any man beware in Christ, that means when you accept Jesus into your life, what you do, listen, let me explain to you. You saw the drama very well. Jesus did not die for you like die for you alone. He took your place. That means he exchanged it. So from now, that is why he said when you pray, don't pray and say, my God, say my father. Did you know why? Because God, anytime God is listening to you, he's hearing who? Jesus. So he died. Jesus died so that we might step into Christ. He died so that we might be called the Christ. So from now henceforth, your name is no longer Gabriel. Your name is no longer just Jerome. Your name is Jerome Christ. It's Janet Christ. It's Esther Christ. So you took his place. Huh? The song say, You took my place. You made the way <laughs> on the cross where you, you died for me. And his glory reveals like the light upon the sky. Hey, to hey, Israel. Israel. 
That means Jesus took your place. So from now on, for when you need them to pray, please pray with that consciousness that you are talking to who? Father. See, the president of this country can say, I am serving God. Listen, brethren, you are not just serving God, you are serving a father. He's a God to everybody, but to you, he's a father. It's like, for example, I'm a pastor to everybody, but to my son, I'm a what? A father. The governor of this state is a governor to everybody, but to his own child, he's a what? A father. The child cannot look at him and say, Governor! No, his child will say what? Daddy or father. Are there children of God in the house? I love the way you father me. I love the way you father me. I love the way you father me. This is the way you father me. I love the way you father me. This is the way you father me. I love the way you father me. Listen, are you ready? Amen. First John chapter 2. So because, because you took the place of Christ. Listen, because like you see in the drama, the young man took the place of Christ. And because you have taken the place of Christ, let's remove from the name Jesus Christ. So let's remove Jesus now. Let's put you there. So what will be your name? Princess Christ. What is Christ? The what? So your name will now be what? The what? Shout glory. That means means my name is Gabriel the anointed one listen let this thing get done on you listen you don't see anointing does not form from heaven it is still from within it comes by revelation and it increases by revelation so don't say and say anointing follow me no the Bible said your name is what Gabriel the anointed one so you can only increase in the anointing but you have the anointing inside of you so are there anointed believers in the house? So the Bible now said in 1st John chapter 2. Let's now go to verse 20. Are you there? Everybody read. You have a what? An auction from what? And you what? I want another version for this. ESV. Or if you have another version, fast, fast. I want us to check what another version. Another version, he said, but you are what? Everybody? Everybody? Did you have anointing? Is there anybody here without anointing? Say, I'm anointed. Hey! Are there anointed believers here? No, no, no. Some people are not sure. If you are anointed, stand up and say, Ororo, say, I'm anointed. Everybody, are you there? Are 
Let's have a seat briefly, briefly. Are you ready? So the Bible said, you have an what? You have an anointing from what? The Holy One. You have an anointing from the Spirit of God. The Bible says, when you received Jesus, you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. So because of the Holy Spirit in you, you have an anointing. Say, I have an anointing. Say, I'm anointed. Oh, say, I'm anointed. Look at somebody and say, do you know you are sitting beside an anointed brother? Tell the person. Say, hope you know you are sitting beside an anointed brother. Some people are not sure. Say, hope you know I have anointing. Amen. In the kingdom, I said something. I said maturity is attained by light. The more you know, the more you step into it. It rests based on your understanding. So somebody, as I'm seeing some people here, they are 100 years old already. Do you know why? What an 100 years old man in ministry did not know. You are knowing it. You've known it. Say, I'm anointed. He said, because of that, you know all things. Now, let's now hear what Jesus said about what the Holy Ghost will do. John, we see that the same thing he said, he will teach you all things. John chapter 14, verse 26. This is the way you father me. I love the way you father me. This is the way you father me. Kabakonsa. I love the way you father me. Hey, are you there? Are you there? Hey, John chapter 14. We read. He said, but the comforter, this Jesus saying, he was this Jesus before he died. He was making a promise. He said, but the comforter, meaning the one that I have, the comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall what? Teach you what? Everybody! Say all things! That means the same thing. He said you have an auction from the Holy One. He said and you know all things. That means that anointing comes with a spirit. And that spirit helps you to know all things. And that spirit is the Holy Ghost. Say I've got the Holy Ghost. Say I'm anointed. So the Bible is saying the anointing, that particular anointing is in you. Let's open our Bible quickly. To first John chapter 2. Hmm. Are you there? First John chapter 2. Let's go to verse 27 quickly. What does it say? Everybody, read it together. But the anointing which you have what? Did you see? The anointing which you have received of him. Say, I've received an anointing. He said that anointing does what? See, the reason why he uses the word abided in you is because in the Old Testament, nobody, the anointing they received, you see, oil 
anointing you with an oil is a symbolic act. It's just a symbol. It's not the real anointing. The real anointing is spiritual. So in the Old Testament, when they were anointed with oil, the Bible said, listen to me very well, the Holy Ghost was not staying in them. So it will come upon them once in a while. Like the anointing will rest upon Samson, and something will do mighty things. Later it will go. Did you hear what I'm saying? So even, listen, the hair of Samson was not the anointing. The hair of Samson was a symbol. Did you hear me? It was a what? A symbol. So the anointing will rest upon you. Wham! It will do mighty things and that spirit will go. But the Bible is telling us here that this one that you, you have received does not come and go. Where does it stay? That is why it is wrong to attach the Holy Spirit to a symbol. It is hard to describe that the Holy Spirit, it can, it can show you a symbol of a dove, but it's not a dove. That is why the Holy Ghost never gave a format for following him. He never said, I'm a lion. That's why he condemned worshipping him with any kind of material, building an image for him. Do you know why? Because in the Old Testament, it was just limited to a symbol. But in the New Testament, it's in you. So, the Bible now said, because the Spirit of God is in you, it said, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. So, what is your responsibility as a believer? Is to what? Is to begin to listen to the anointing of God on your inside. See, there are prayer points we pray that reveals the fact that we've not gotten higher light. Hallelujah. Like for example, oh Lord, where is my helper? No, man is not your helper. Your helper is on your inside. Your helper uses men. Did you understand? The Holy Spirit uses men to help you, but men are not your helper. Did you catch it? Did you catch it? I said your helper uses men. But your helper is not men. David said, I will lift up my, hair, my eyes to the hill. From whence comes my help? Did you see? My help comes from what? The Lord, the creator of what? Heaven and the earth. Say, I know my helper. Look at somebody. Do you know your helper? Ask the person, where is your helper? What's the response? Ha, ha. Say, it's in me. Oh, the person is not saying, he's in me. Just begin to say, thank you, Jesus. Say, he's in me. Say, he's in me. Say, he's in me. Say, he's in me. He's in me. Say it well. Who is your helper? A man? A woman? A man? A rich man? Who is your helper? Who is the believer's helper? Say it loud! So he can use men. He can go and stir up a man. He can send an angel. Go and tell that man to bless him. He can go and tell. So that is why you should not put your mind in men when you are praying. Don't say, oh, as a Lord, help me. You are putting your mind in your uncle. No! Don't say, Lord, change my life. Hey, Lord, where is the person that will help me? And you are not looking around. Somebody that will come and say, okay, yeah, I'm your helper. No! The Holy Spirit. The Bible said what? He said that we send for you a comforter. A what? A helper. So the Holy Ghost is your what? The Holy Ghost is your what? How many of you have been blessed today? How many of you have got the word of God in your spirit? 
How many of you can proudly say, I'm a child of God? So, children of God want to talk to their father now. Are you ready? Wherever you are, rise on your feet. Talk to your father. Hey! Yeah! Talk to your father. Hey! Yeah! Talk to your father. Talk to your father. Talk to your father. Talk to your father. Talk to father. Are you ready? Talk to your father. Oh, you can speak to your father. I am loved by you. <laughs> who I am is who I am. It's not what I do. My good, good father is who you are. Is who you are. I am loved by you. Is who I is who I am. Is who I am. You are perfect. You are perfect in all of your ways. You are perfect in all of your ways. You are perfect in all of your ways. You are. You are perfect in all your ways. You are. You are perfect in all of your ways. Perfect in all. more glory just say thank you jesus thank you for this service thank you for your wonderful word give him all glory give him all glory say holy ghost you are my father holy ghost i love you thank you thank you bless his name
want to do something. Are you ready? So you are going to use the anointing you have received to change things. Please, before, please listen, before we quickly do that, I want Emmanuel to share one little testimony. Come. Are you ready? Emmanuel shared a testimony with me. And that thing is going to happen to somebody. I just know it's going to happen. Watch. Um, good evening, people. Um, since I was born, they told me that I'm allergic to apples. That I can't eat apples. If I eat apples, I'll die. I tried this one day, Sha. You know, curious mind. My lips started swelling up. I could not breathe. I almost died. I spent like a week in the hospital taking drip. So last week, on like this Sunday, this previous Sunday, Papa did something. He broke the rules of chemistry and physics. He, God, hey. Oh, see, when Papa said, when Papa said, place your hand on where you have um, the sickness or something like that. So I was not even having it in mind that that apple stuff, because I was even placing my hand on my leg because of my mom's stuff like that. So I just put my hand on my throat too. So after that season, I started craving for apple. I was craving for apple, something that has never happened in my me that I'm, I'm I don't even know how apple tastes. So that day I was just saying, ah, I want to eat apple, I want to eat apple. So we were going. I bought apple. As I got to the place, because immediately we left here, people that were selling apple, it has not happened before. Nobody came. Ah, ah. We had to walk. So when I saw the apple, I bought it. The closest I've ever, I've ever been to an apple before. I was feeling okay. I was even throwing. I was even playing with it. Next thing, Snyder was telling me that you better eat it or I'll come and eat it. The next thing I took a bite, pow. As I ate it, I was waiting for something that, ah, okay. Next thing, ah, ah, eh? Oh my god, this thing is a see, oh, see, ah. I'm talking about the closest I've ever been to an apple. I'm talking about six to seven feet apart. If I go that close, I won't be able to breathe. Talkless of eating it, I won't be able to breathe if I go close. So I ate it. I was like jubilating. I ran. So throughout that day, I was like, ah, hey. I ate apple on Monday. Monday morning, I ate apple again. Yes, I ate apple again. I was even planning. I was planning that my testimony. We eat again and again, oh, again and again, oh. See, see, I was planning. My testimony was going to be like this before. I was planning that I'll buy up and I'll come here and you'll be hearing the sound. Oh, oh, oh! Hooray! Hooray! Listen, this is what the Lord just told me. Anybody that have an allergy to a kind of food. Is here, but you don't eat or anything. It's changed in the name of Jesus. Are you ready? In just few minutes, you are going to use that anointing to change things. Sunday is going to be planned. Hey, sure you are here. We take testimonies. Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Just two minutes you are going to change by the anointing that is upon you. It's not my anointing now. It's your own anointing. By that anointing you are going to change things now. 
begin to speak to whatever you don't that does not look like it. Whatever you don't want, change it. Change it. Change it. Let's change. Chains are broken. In the name of Jesus. Yokes are broken. Change it, change it, change it. hallelujah before we leave this place i prophesy whatever that you have come here with it is settled the hand of the lord perfect all that god has started the bible said the entrance of god's word giveth light the bible says he sent his word and his word healed them every form of infirmity every form of diseases everything that does not look like jesus by the word of god they are changed by the word of god they are transformed in the name of Jesus, I saw a debt cancelled. In the name of Jesus, I declare in the name of Jesus, let there be divine intervention. The Lord does a miracle. In Jesus' name, shout glory!
as you're leaving, the Lord asked me to drop two scriptures in your. Just hold on to it. Two scriptures I'm going to drop. Go with it. You will need it. The first one is 1 John chapter 3 verse 20. And in a vision, two men, two people appeared to me. One of them was Dadi Adeboye. And the second one was Apostle Johnson Suleiman. And they walked up to me and said, listen, your name shall be called Great Grace. So I understand that anybody that is here, you have contacted grace. My life must change. Must change. I will never be the same. I've touched your grace. My life must change. Listen, you will need these two scriptures. He said, If our heart condemns us, God is greater our heart. And what? This is for somebody. That your Christianity has been based on your feelings. That your Christianity has been based on maybe your life, the way you feel toward God or the way you think God feels toward you. That your Christianity, that your prayer life is based on the day you feel okay, the day you feel connected, the day you feel charged, the day you feel. The Bible says God is greater than your heart. And the second one is a prophecy to somebody here. Hebrews chapter 13 verse 5. Oh, life must change. <laughs> ah, my life must change. My life must change. Listen. We are going to the B of it. He said for your conversation be without conventiousness and be content with such things as you have. Now everybody, the next one. For he had said, I will not leave thee. Listen. Nor forsake the, the next verse. Carl, fast, fast. So that we may what? Godly say, the Lord is my helper. And I will not fear what man will do to me. Hey! 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 Shake it, shake it! Hey! 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 Hey!
we'll be bringing the meeting to an end he said i will not fear what man can do to me who is that man that said you will die who is that person that said i have killed some people in your family and i'm going to kill you who is that man did the man know who you are did the man know your helper destiny so that you will not become what God has called you to be. Did the person knows that your God is the way maker?